Today, let's read James chapter 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes of the dispersion greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you encounter trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Allow perseverance to finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without doubting, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. The brother in humble circumstances should exult in his high position. But the one who is rich should exult in his low position, because he will pass away like a flower of the field. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its flower falls and its beauty is lost. So too the rich man will fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when by his own evil desires he is lured away and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, with whom there is no change or shifting shadow. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we would be a kind of firstfruits of his creation. My beloved brothers, understand this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For man's anger does not bring about the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and every expression of evil and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save your souls. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Otherwise, you are deceiving yourselves. For anyone who hears the word but does not carry it out is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after observing himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and continues to do so, not being a forgetful hearer, but an effective doer, he will be blessed in what he does. If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not bridle his tongue, he deceives his heart and his religion is worthless. Pure and undefiled religion before our God and Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. And this is God's word. James says so much in such a few verses. He moves swiftly from one topic to another, and it is sometimes difficult to see whether the topics are supposed to be related in some way or not. His opening words in verse 1, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, are provocative. 
Most people do not get joy from different kinds of trials. We do not perceive it as a reason to rejoice, nor do we rejoice instinctively when life gets hard. That's why James commands us to consider it pure joy. It is an act of deliberate mental choice. Instead of instinctively getting sad or angry when we face trials, James tells us to consciously choose to consider our trials something to rejoice over. Why? Verse 2 says, Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Since verse 1 called these trials of many kinds, we know that he is not only speaking of persecution, but in addition to persecution, he means any problem in life that offers a choice between faith and unbelief. It might be spiritual, physical, financial, relational, intellectual, or whatever. If it is something that would usually make someone question God and why they trust in him, that's a trial like the one James is discussing. And why should we consider the trials of our life to be pure joy? Because verse 3 says that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. In other words, things that do not wreck our faith only make it stronger. When we face trials then, we should rejoice because God is growing us. He is strengthening our faith so that we learn to trust and love Christ more and become better equipped to serve him on the other side of the trial. The end of all this perseverance through trials is that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything, according to verse 4. God places us through trials to complete us spiritually and morally. In those moments where faith is called for, God is building us, refining us, making us more like Christ and more effective for him. Whatever trial you find yourself in today, learn to thank God for it. When it comes to mind, thank God for what he is teaching you. When you're looking for the easy way out, thank God for how he is completing you as a Christian. When your faith in God's character is shaking, thank God for the trial. And don't give up your faith. I'll see you next time.